Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the most iconic people in modern history. For kids growing up in the 80s and 90s, no one exemplified the raw power of masculinity and reaching for your dreams like the governator himself. And we love Arnie, the cigar-champing, one-liner-spitting killing machine from the world of bodybuilding to movies to politics and back to movies again. That's why we're exploring all the movies that made the man what he is today. In chronological order. From the beginning. I'm Mike Evan. I'm Stephen Lyons. And this is... I'll, I'll Be, Be Back, Back Catalog. I like this. You should do that. Now play the music. about something very important. I lied. <laughs> and we're back with Back Catalog. I'm Back Catalog. Here we are. This is the this is the last one. This is Predator. I'm Mike Kevin. I'm Stephen Lyons and we're gonna talk about Predator today and all the things that are Arnie, but we're not gonna do it by ourselves. Um, we have a wonderful comedian with us, uh, Louise Bovink. Hello. There's Louise and we've also got Mr. Scott W. Long. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy. Work's done. Here we go. Glad to be here. So what we're going to do is we're here to talk about The Predator, which is exciting. But first, we want to get to know the both of you a little bit. Uh, Scott, when you were, did you grow up with Arnie? Uh, yeah, just down the road. Me and him are good buds. No, I saw, I, he was he was definitely all over the, the TV when I was growing up. But not in the movies, not in the film. Like you well, I, I you was never, gone. I never went to the movie theater to see him. But I, he was definitely at. Blockbuster. Wait, you've never seen any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in the cinema? Yeah, I don't know. It's don't, okay. Don't be no, shy maybe about Maybe not. Maybe There's not. I don't think I've seen many in the cinema either. Like for us, like it was all VHS. That's where you saw yeah. Arnie. Was it at the video rental store? Yeah, exactly. Because how else are you going to get to see a 15 or 18 movie when you're 10? I'll just... be honest, I just ended up with all the bad ones where I was like, I love all of his films from the 80s. Oh my God, The Sixth Day just came out. I'm definitely going to see that. It was not a good choice. So that's no. another VHS one for me. Mm. That's a, like, there's yeah. a little bit of a generation difference here. Just a slight one. <laughs> Although my excitement is the that like you still say VHS, which makes me feel good. Yeah. Oh, how old are you? Uh, oh, easily fifty. There oh. are there are children who can like well, I say children, people who can buy alcohol who don't know what VHSs are. They've only oh, it and just, justifiably so because there's been a while of people not knowing what VHS is. Yeah, it's scary though. It makes me feel so old. Like kids don't know what cassettes are. Yeah, but like, they spend all the time on YouTube, so yeah, it's more more cool than <laughs> <laughs> they're missing out. Yeah, take that, any millennial like post millennial listeners. They've, they've right. never known like the the anguish of having to rewind a tape. Like, oh, oh! Actually, I think the bigger anguish was getting a tape, yeah. and it's not rewound. And like so the, the, you, you put yeah. it in, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is happening! We're getting to watch you're this!" You're like jonesing to watch a movie, and, then, and it's yeah. the end credits straight away. Yeah. Oh yeah, you just put it in, it and slides in, it pops up, <laughs> and it's just Bruce Willis backing against the wall, bleeding, and you're like, "No, no!" And you know, you've got like two solid minutes. Of, of watching a movie in reverse before you can watch it in forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You've got to you stop, stop and rewind. You... It's faster that way, too. Stop yeah, and rewind. It is faster. It is. Yeah. It is faster. <laughs> There's some uh, sweet VHS hacks for you. Uh, <laughs> you millennials. millennials. Uh, That's not coming back, right? Like, vinyl no. came, came back, but yeah. no one is. Millennials don't get to experience the joy of having huge media conglomerates decide what we need to watch. <laughs> uh, honestly, I have some friends who live in Greyland who have a VCR. So... You know, I think VHS ta tapes could be like on the hipster radar of coming back. I would like it. Yeah. We had the best, when I lived in London, we had a shitty TV and we didn't pay the TV license, so we had a VCR. 
and the only place we could get videotapes was down the road there was a shop and when the owners took over the shop there was a bunch of videotapes in there so we'd go and buy for like two pounds a <laughs> videotape a vhs and watch it and then next time we wanted to watch something, the library was smaller <laughs> until we just bought <laughs> all the tapes. All the tapes <laughs> you just worked your way through this awful selection. Yeah, they got worse and worse every time. Oh. Louise, th- did you grow up with much Arnold Schwarzenegger in your life? Well, I didn't. I was born in 1990. Right. So um, I think for most of like the Arnie golden years, I was too young to watch Arnie's movies. Did you not um, have any older siblings? No, I'm the uh. oldest in my family. So... Um, I guess the the earliest um, Arnie reference I could probably think of would be like his Terminator movies. I, I think that was kind of like in pop culture, kind of ubiquitous. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even if you hadn't watched the Terminator movies, you kind of knew that that was like that was Arnie's thing. Um, Did so you get any any jingle all the way while you're no. at Christmas time or anything? No. No, you grew up in New Zealand, right? We do we do uh, Schindler's List every Christmas. <laughs> Well, I grew half. I grew up half in the UK, half in New Zealand. Oh, so love actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, that no. Look, you think I'm now? You're going too young. Like love actually. I was, I was a teenager by the time love actually came out. And that's not the right age for that. Mm, I. I liked you swooned it. over it as a teen. I loved love actually when I first saw it. I was like, this is one of my favorite movies. And then the older you get, and the more you watch it, you're like, oh, these are awful people. <laughs> Just Emma Thompson seems like she's nice and everyone else is just a horrible human being. (laughs) So would I review action aficionados? Would you call um, the the Bond films action films? Because I enjoy Bond. It's action. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they they follow that track. If if the film feels like it's a long chase sequence, which most of them do, the thing is the, the Bond movies kind of fall in between. It's either... The spy thriller, which is basically a detective movie mm. where he does some sleuthing with action in between, or the more action fests, and it depends on who it is at the time. Mm. You Pierce Brosnan's, that's a that's an action movie. That's an action movie. It's where... a garbage action movie. There's pieces. Yeah. <laughs> well, Goldeneye was good. Yeah, you I, I really, um, yeah, I do enjoy uh, the Daniel Craig Bond movies, with the exception of that one. Quantum with... of Solace. That one. Yeah. <laughs> God, it was With the bad. exception of that one that everybody was, agreed was bad. It was so yeah. boring. It was, it was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. No, was... He made three, right? There's three Daniel so Craig. Casino Royale was the first one, right? That's where he hops out of the water. Yes, yeah. sexy bathing suit Daniel Craig. Yes. You know that was an accident? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, hit a, he hit a sandbar and he was like, well, he was meant to just swim in. But there was a sandbar there that they hit with the water and he was like, fuck it, I'll stand up. And he just walked out and they were like, ooh, okay. That is <laughs> do that beautiful. 60 more times. Yeah. And then... What a beautiful accident. Um... <laughs> did no one do the Brosnan ones? Because that was kind of my James Bond growing up. It was, it was oh, yeah, I remember wooing at a James Bond trailer at the movie theatre. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fully understand what that means. <laughs> Like, when it happened, you were like, woo! As in, the trailer came on and it went, ba-na-na, ba-na-na, and I went, yeah! <laughs> That's adorable. I think I only watched the one with Halle Berry in it. Um, Dying of a day. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Not, not a good time with the movies. With, like, the ice hotel or some shit. Yeah. The invisible car. Yeah. That was yeah. actually going to be a backdoor pilot for Halle Berry's character to spin off into its own series. Jinx. <laughs> Oof. But it was awful. You could say it was... 
Jinxed. Yeah. Which I uh, I love it when people react to trailers in movie theaters. It's great. Like in movies, I have a weird thing of like, hey, we're all just doing this. Like <laughs> so different movies, I'm into in different ways, but trailers like free for all. If someone sees a trailer and they're like, yeah, then I'm gonna lean in and be like, yeah, let's hear about this trailer. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Well, uh, you're both familiar with Arnie a little bit of uh, from a pop culture icon. You're familiar with him. Sure. Was there any like tropes or parts of him that you were like things that you were thinking he was going to do in this movie that you were hoping for I mean I think I just assumed he was going to be like a big muscly action guy badass which which he was like there were no surprises in terms of his character I'm just going to establish this is the first time both of you have seen the movie yes yeah it turns out it is yeah, well, that's the thing. I turned it on being like, I know I've seen bits of this, but I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. Yeah. Five minutes in, or four minutes they start talking, five minutes I was like, yeah, I haven't. You're like, I've I don't know where so I've seen the handshake going. a million times on the internet. And you're like, where's that guy from Lethal Weapon 2? That was the thing that I noticed about watching this movie for the first time is that I got like all the memes and the references <laughs> from it. I didn't know where they were from, and then this movie joined the dots. You, were, you thought there was like 12 Arnold Schwarzenegger movies that were being referenced, and you're like, wait, but that, They're and all that, from this, and get that. to the chopper, like, it's all, it's, it's all, all here. It's all packed in here. It's amazing. And this, this is quite a pivotal one, too, because for Arnie, the one before this that really kind of had memes or had, like, uh, good hooks was Commando. <laughs> had memes. The mark of a good movie. The mark of a good movie. But they're hooks, right? Like, like, um, which is movies don't need hooks. Like movies need to tell stories. But blockbusters, or especially like action movies, or you know, like hooks are fun. You know, if you want to be a part of the popular culture and you want to be memorable, you need them. Otherwise, they just they just move on and no one gives a shit. Yeah. Does anyone remember the film Avatar? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 it just completely drops off the face of the earth, yeah, yeah. Uh, of the face of the pop because culture landscape. No memes. No memes. No they need shit. to get some dank meme game. <laughs> Come on, James Cameron. Oh, I would love it if Avatar 2 is just mad sick with memes. <laughs> like, just, he brings in a bunch of people to punch up, and he's got like all these, yeah. you know, he hires a bunch of comedians to be like, look, what if they hopped in the wrong chambers? Right. <laughs> Can you just imagine a writer's room? full of millennials that are completely <laughs> rewriting the script so every line is a meme mm-hmm. yeah Monday's got me like <laughs> throw it out there guys just spitball what could happen in the Avatar universe it's only one of the characters is just Garfield <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen the movie before much like our wonderful guests uh, Mike's going to give us a quick synopsis to refresh your memory uh, what is Predator about? Dutch and his group of commandos are hired by the CIA to rescue some people in the jungle of Valverde. The mission goes sour, but as they return, they find that something or someone or something again is hunting them. It blends with the forest, taking trophies from the bodies of its victims as it goes along. Will they all survive? Hint, no. No, they don't. And spoiler alert, the trophies are parts of the body. It's creepy. It's yeah. real creepy. It's not just achievements. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. That would be great. So this is, wait, this is it, and we're going to go to break in a second, but this is it in Valverde? This is set in Valverde? Oh, Valverde. Very exciting for, for, for me, because I just found out that this is a um, fictional South American uh, location used in a bunch of movies, including uh, Commando. And Die Hard. 
and Die Hard. Wow, um, I feel so much better for not knowing where it is. I was like, ooh, I didn't know. Yeah, so it was basically, it was the sweet thing that they created, the, the country of Valverde, where they were like, it's South yeah. America? Because in the 80s, America was doing a bunch of stuff in, in Central and Southern America, and they didn't want to play with any awkward political territory, so why not just make up a country? Yeah. So can we assume that all the movies that use this country as, like... Uh, Canonically connected? Yeah, same they're universe. all in the same universe. Valverde universe... Which I love the idea then of there being multiple Arnold Schwarzenegger played <laughs> characters. Now we're going in, we're jumping ahead to some uh, last action hero situation. Twins. But yeah, yeah a oh, weird version of, a not weird version of twins. That would be it's the version of twins, but where there's uh, Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger, then Arnold Schwarzenegger, then Arnold Schwarzenegger, then Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but they're very different. One has uh, radiation poisoning. One has saved his daughter from uh, mass destruction. So is it, or, or could it be like that um, That it is the same person, like Arnie is the same person going through all these movies, That's but with name actually, changes? Actually, there is some evidence to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a way of connecting Commando to Predator, Predator to Terminator, and then Terminator to Alien. Oh. Go to our website if you would like to see the flowchart that Mike has put together. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. <laughs> We're going to take a break and we'll be back to talk about all things Predator as we go through the movie. If you haven't seen it, now's a great time to pause the podcast and go and watch it. Predator. Oh, this is intense. This is this is great. We're gonna we're gonna start with a bang with my favorite thing that I think Mike knows I'm gonna talk about straight away. Wonderful typography. Really? I was gonna challenge you on this off, off the bat. I knew you were gonna say you liked it. Wonderful typography. I liked it because it was simple. They only did like two as well. They were just like, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's Predator. Now let's move on. <laughs> what else do you mean? <laughs> I didn't like the actual credits that rolled under the intro, but the intro was more interesting. The, cre the credits, forget about it. The pre-credits, they had the wonderful, like the aliens kind of, it wasn't the aliens type, but it was the, just that in space. Mm. That was cool. But the thing is like the actual typeface itself was really plain. Eh. I like that. Just While we're talking break. about credits, I'm going to do a huge leap here and say I love the closing credits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the sitcom intro. <laughs> sitcom credit was amazing. It was beautiful. Very out of left field. <laughs> like this really takes away from the impact of the if uh, like, from uh, like the guys being dead. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I thought. The, the ladies like Haha. no, like, it's the in memorandum, right? It's, it's the, that's like, what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, I really loved that as an ending because it also felt like by the time that it got to the end of the movie, you were like, oh man. And then it was just like, oh, but don't forget these guys. <laughs> like, thumbs up. <laughs> but they did, uh, at the top of the movie, they did, it was much more serious tone. It was that serious tone, we land on the beach. Um, oh, we're not going to cover the spaceship. Oh, yeah, the spaceship. I completely yeah. forgot there was a spaceship I thought that was weird. Start. It is weird because it's very, feels very disconnected from the rest of the movie. Yeah. And also, it's quite silly looking. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, it, it felt very, like, stop motion either. But that's just that's fine. That's what it is. But it felt like a um, don't know a bit of Battlestar Galactica -y from the seventies. Oh, you're taking like, issue with the production design of it of this of the spaceship. Yeah, it didn't that's look like a like a cool spaceship that a predator would be in. It was weird to me. It was there was a disconnect. Well, to be the you know his parents were just dropping him off. Yeah, right? that's, that's it's true. the alien yeah. version of you know like a, a panel. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's a 
grows the damn. He's not in a sports car. It was like, it's actually just it George like, Jetson. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's Elroy. It's very Elroy, which is what I liked about it, is that there's a, <laughs> meet George Predator. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was weird, though, because isn't the whole point of the movie is like, what is this thing in the in the bush? But it's like, right at the beginning, it's like, alien, alien from it's, space. We're going to establish this. Yeah. No, but that's the, it's so important because what it does is, what it is doing is going, there's an alien. Right now, forget about the alien. Let's go to the jungle. Mm. And then they keep sure. checking back in and they're like, but by the way, there's still an alien. Yeah. And so yeah. it's, uh, I think that it was nicely done in terms of concept. It just did feel a little bit weird where you're just like, <laughs> and then they land on the beach and then they drive the Jeeps through the water for some Which reason. Was, yeah. I, I was like, they're lucky the tide is exactly there right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, we didn't know the water was going to come the in. The tide had come in, they'd be screwed. But th- did you see the bit where he's in the he's in the helicopter and he lights up the cigar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it looked weird to me and I couldn't tell why and I found out today when I was researching it. The reason why it looked weird is because he wasn't allowed to light up the cigar while he's in the helicopter, so they added the glow of it lighting up in post-production. Oh. <gasps> you imagine having to, like, oh, God. Do we need the cigar at all? Yeah. <laughs> I think some guy spent like a good hour and a half sitting there having that. <laughs> well, an hour I mean, and a half, it would have been more. You've got to somehow symbolically show that he's cool, and how better to do that than to make him smoke? I don't yeah. even know if it was cool at the time, because like cigars were such a kind of a left-field thing that Arnold was just pushing for. Arnie was yeah. super into cigars for some reason in the yeah. 80s, and he really wanted to be a thing. And in a bunch of his movie contracts going forward from Commando, he needed to smoke a cigar in every movie. I think he made it a thing. Yeah. Man, like, I love dude's that a You're weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> it's weird. How did he become governor of California? I'll never know. I mean, you're in a movie with... You're watching a movie with two governors. Did you, are you aware of that? Who's the other one? Jesse the Body Ventura. What? Blaine, the guy with the moustache. Really? The sexual Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. Yeah, he was the governor of Minnesota from 98 to 2003. Yeah, long oh, before Arnie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. He was also uh, actually a Navy SEAL. So, he genuinely was. I mean, like, in today's political world, who knows what could happen. Yeah, that's not and even I weird. Reckon, <laughs> so, I'm calling it now the Predator 2020. Yeah, imagine millennials now. They're like, oh. Uh, so we went down the beach and we got in and we reintroduced a character who's going to be a big payoff for fans of, uh, of Arnold Schwarzenegger from the start. Guys, Thor is back. All right. Wait, who was Thor? Thor was the mate or the colonel or the military guy who was in there. Is that Thor? Uh, so for Scott and Louise, uh, <laughs> if we go back like 10 or 15 years or whatever yeah. it is to stay hungry. So he, he plays a, a bodybuilder who uh, is um, in a gym and Jeff Bridges is there and there's a bunch of stuff going on. But the owner of the gym is a completely insane like weirdo. Who, the character is called Thor who completely goes off the rails but he came back and gets to work with Arnold in this movie as oh. the military man before Carl Withers is introduced yeah so Shit, there you go there's fun. a tiny bit of weird tangent oh, uh, trivia fans. for yeah. anyone who's stayed with us this long can I just say my first introduction to Carl Weathers was Arrested Development yeah <laughs> so but you get to see one so of the like, scenes oh that's Carl Weathers yeah. <laughs> that's where he's from yeah he teaches Tobias how to act <laughs> yeah <laughs> and here he is acting yeah I know yeah. and right. being very muscular but this yeah. is yeah so this is where we have like the, the ultimate meme of this movie which is a standing arm wrestle yes yeah. Which I don't it know. goes on for much longer than I 
thought it would. Yeah, it does. It, I don't know how a standing arm wrestle would work. Uh, so I, I read too that um, the scene was meant to be a uh, fist bump. Yeah, it was. Um, but Arnold was like, no, I know how to do this. <laughs> no, you do this one. The thing is an arm wrestle, like the, yeah. whole, the whole point of the tension is on your elbow. Yeah. That's how an arm wrestle works. No, it makes sense now because Carl Withers was just like, well, this is awkward. So they just held it for ages and didn't know what yeah. they were doing. That no, you guys are underestimating how strong these men are, all right? Because they don't need a table. Like, their, their sides of their bodies are so strong, that uh, is the table. Right? Yeah. Right. Their the core strength is so amazing. They just lock it in. <laughs> so this is the point of the movie where I uh, compared it to The Room. Because, like, a lot of the lines that Hani has in that sequence and the delivery of it is so similar to Tommy Wiseau in the room like so That's bad he acted the the intonation is just so weird i haven't even you... seen the room and i thought that exact same thing i don't know if it was there but i thought haha that sounded exactly it like was um something was the line about the fucking tie or something i was like that's totally what um johnny would have said to greg sestro mark, mark. yeah that's totally a line that johnny would have said to mark <laughs> like, oh hi dylan what's the matter <laughs> the cia got you pushing too many pencils yes Shit. exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're wearing a tie. What the fuck? <laughs> we, we, now we have connected. Let's move on with the narrative. Yeah. Oh, Tommy Wiseau. Can well, you Tom imagine Tommy Wiseau as Dutch? I could also picture Tommy Wiseau just as himself watching this and going, oh, yeah, this is good. That's this good. is how you make a movie. Yeah. I'm going to do it just... No, I can't get it. I want to I wanna see... Tommy's, Tommy Wiseau telling the pussy jokes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even want to see that guy telling the pussy jokes. Or Tommy Wiseau is the predator. Like when, when he, when he takes fair. his invisibility cloak off, he's like, hi guys. Oh, he has the same hair. Yeah. He's just like in a tree doing his hair. Oh, I'm sure he bleeds like bright green ooze as well if you cut him. We don't know his history. He may be a predator. To be honest, he's, he's just as muscular. He has this. Oh shit. <laughs> is, is Tommy Wiseau a predator? He <laughs> is the predator. Wow. This well, is why he know. has Have unlimited you... money because he's come from outer space. <laughs> yeah, he was given all this money to hunt humanity, but he decided to go into hiding. Bam. He is, Rip all your skin off. He's definitely not someone you would be surprised if you walked into his room and he was caressing a skull. Yeah, oh, no. God, no. I assume he has a few. I'd only yeah. be surprised if he didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, hi, Stephen. I'm just stroking my skull. But not my skull. That's in my head. <laughs> so we're moving in the, um, in the helicopter? Yeah. Second cigar. Second cigar. <laughs> second cigar in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Why, why is there a red light on? So that they can see. But why not just use a, a regular light? Oh, it's too bright. Because it's too bright. Because <laughs> you don't want to see the helicopter. They'll hear a loud helicopter. They'll look up. They'll just see a faint red light and they'll go, oh, it's probably nothing. Ah. What? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's just like nothing. Just a red light. Yeah. I think it's harder to see, right? It's like a dim red I, I light. I guess that or that's it's... the thing. But... Uh, just a hovering dark room, some photography <laughs> enthusiast with a helicopter. <laughs> I didn't know they were coming. There was a dark room in the, sea, in the sky. It was just a red light. It was a helicopter with a red light. That means it's safe. 
But this is this is this is the scene where Jesse has this very very problematic line. Oh, that has not held up the yeah, definitely not fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the slippery. Which is such a bummer because the rest of that line, the, this hilarious. stuff will make you a sexual tyrannosaurus, is delivered in such like a, me. I just it's such a it's I, uh, it, with where we're at in society, it's not a nice word. I don't no. I, I don't the thing is. I don't like saying it. Uh, I don't like hearing it. You don't like the feeling of it coming out of your mouth. Exactly. I get that. And I definitely I didn't like But it also built his character very perfectly. And it's also oh, yeah. probably very fitting. Like, in that helicopter, that word would probably get thrown around a lot. Yeah, especially in real life. Even nowadays. Even nowadays. In real life. <laughs> like, we're comparing any of this. Um, this yeah. Wait, up until this point, we're still okay with real life, right? Yeah, yeah. They're in a helicopter. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, lighting a cigarette in a helicopter, a cigar, that's definitely not real life. You can't do that. <laughs> I mean, health and safety laws yeah. have it. Yeah, no The Civil Aviation Authority would have a fucking field day with oh, that one. It's incredible. They'd never get away with it. No. That seems really cool to me as a kid. I mean, to be fair, like, just so that you guys know, I watched this maybe when I was 10. Yeah. So this scene where they're putting on the makeup and they're playing, uh, is it Johnny B. Good? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Very but cool. But it's a cool cinematic scene, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. it comes in, it introduces each of them because it's an ensemble movie, right? So mm. we get to, because up until that point, it's been Dutch and Dylan. Mm-hmm. And we get to meet each of them. We don't even know their names yet. We're just like, oh, you're about this thing. Oh, you're about that thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. even the, like, vulgar, uh, you know, the pussy joke. The pussy <laughs> joke. But it is like, they, you get to meet each of these individual people. Mm. And you also get to see how they feel about Dylan. I liked that the nerdy looking guy at the beginning, they threw something at him and he caught it straight away. And I was like, oh, he's not really nerdy. Yeah, he's just yeah. as badass as the rest of them. He just has bad eyesight. <laughs> and a terrible <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> but it's cool because they all get blessed with like a minute, uh, like a second and a half or 10 seconds, whatever, to be like, this is what my character's about. Yeah. But that's awesome. And, and a lot of movies don't do that where you don't get a feel for anybody. Yeah. I have to admit that scene, and it was the the fault of the red light. Although, like, I, I I absorbed all the action that was happening, I still couldn't distinguish the characters because it was too dark. Like, I knew which one was Arnie's face, but then we'd just been introduced to these characters, and we only saw their dark faces. So yeah. I was like, I kept thinking the long hair guy was more makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> Long hair Arnie. Yeah, you know the the, the like not Indian guy who looks like he was supposed to be like Native American. No, he was Native American. Native oh, he American. was Native yeah. American. Yeah. He um, <laughs> like I kept thinking he was Arnie. <laughs> like especially wow. right at the beginning, in the, like the first shot of them getting out of the helicopter, he's in there. I'm like, so I found I found this out. Is that guy six foot eight? He is. Really, that Billy? Is never shown in this movie. He was uh, he was well known for being a, a barroom brawler and a bit of a badass. And they actually hired security not to protect him, but to protect <laughs> to protect other people from when he starts kicking off. Oh, that's amazing. That's an actual thing. I'd yeah. love to put him in the Big Brother house. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, so um, but I, love, I love the bit in that, in that scene when they turn off the music because it feels like it's um, it's, it's a soundtrack. It's soundtrack, and, and then, it yeah. it surprises you. It's cool. Yeah. It's such a fun yeah. moment, and it really like breaks that tension. And it's like, oh shit, they're going into like a dangerous situation now, and that's cool. I yeah, really like yeah. It. I and then they have to turn off the red light. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you know it's serious. Yeah. yeah. They open the thing. They jump on down. Was there, there was a nice little, uh, and then they're out there, right? Yeah. Just jumping around in the thing, and that's when we get our first drum uh, thing. Oh, I love the soundtrack. What are those? Those drums? Those yeah. Congo drums? The like, little bongo drums? Like bongo. Oh, incredible. 
Wonderful. Um, they use it so many times during this. Oh, but it's great. Alan Silvestri mm. did the music and it's just perfect. So good for this movie. Mm. I like it. And they all jump out of the chopper. Oh, where they go to the other chopper, they find the second chopper. Uh, which is great because in the dialogue too, they keep leaving like all of those little like, hey, US guys were here as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of threads to stuff that aren't necessarily answered, which yeah. I think is kind of cool as well. There's obviously some, some weird CIA conspiracy going on. But we never actually found out what the fuck that was. Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, there's the whole, there were six guys from your team here. Where are they? Yeah, Jim Harper. Jim Harper was there. Jim Harper wouldn't have walked into an ambush. No. Jim Harper's no fucking idiot. He yeah, he's Jim fucking Hopper. Like. Yeah. By the way, I just assume that it's the same Jim Hopper from Stranger Things. Yeah, I, I yeah. Did. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like after all of the badassness that he accrued from yeah. Stranger Things experiences, he took and then joined the military. In season three, yeah. he should just join the military. And yeah, that's the yeah. end of the And that's and the, so Stranger Things. It would make sense for Stranger Things to happen in the same universe as Predator because yeah. there's heaps of weird sci-fi shit going, going on. And who would you call? if you had like a giant like he's already you know he's faced a lot of shit yeah. mm. boom that's good we're tying him in let's we need to let stranger <laughs> things know they need to reference uh valverde valverde yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. as soon as they do then boom they're hooked where in. jim hoffer goes when he's sick of hawkins he goes to uh, i'm gonna take a vacation in valverde <laughs> and then he looks straight at the With camera the military. <laughs> <laughs> they climbed up in the helicopter yeah all right I feel like one person at a time would be good for a helicopter suspended yeah. in some vines. Probably. But they all just jump in. Just like weight-wise? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just chill. Just take it easy. They weren't even... Once they're in there, they're just wandering around. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm sure the set department made sure it was secure, so they were worried. <laughs> um, the strip corpses were intense, though. Yeah, that was real intense. I was like, well, this is where it crosses over with Game of Thrones, because, like, obviously... Because who are the ones with the flayed man again? Oh, um, the Boltons. The Boltons, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is the work of the Boltons. <laughs> <laughs> they retreated all the way back to the jungle. Yeah. He's lucky that he decided to take a drink from that vine, though. That's the way he That was a fucking weird scene. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did he need it? Just to show that he was a survivalist? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. That's literally... Right. Well, because he's also... He has no backpack. He's the scout, so he's yeah, the one yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he also, like, pseudo has vaguely magical Native American powers. Mm. Ah, yes. Mm. Which is fine. I thought he was just a weir. Yeah, he's just like, oh, stuff's going on. If we were playing, like, a Predator-themed D&D campaign, I'd want to be Billy. Oh, yeah. I'd be taking him Billy's as my cool. character. Also, I like that like every now and again he would touch his like talisman thing on his yeah, chest. Yeah, and he'd be like, which seemed to do something. Something cool. amiss in this jungle. <laughs> yes, I can feel it in my chest. I would want to be uh, Jesse Ventura so that I could, you know, explore be the governor my of Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So that I'm like, can we get this campaign through? I need to get to being the governor of Minnesota. And also, so you can just carry around a minigun. Yes, yeah. I want to have the minigun. I want to be able to say weird masculine stuff that really exposes my insecurities. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff I need that character to get off my chest. Don't forget his minigun is, is nicknamed Old Painless. Old Painless! That's a badass nickname. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, so um, oh, so we had the flayed, we, yeah, the flayed bodies. Yeah. That I remember as a kid being so scary, like, which is clearly a sign that I was too young to be watching Absolutely. this movie. But it was, because it was a jump scare, right, as Billy's like, what's in this tree? Yeah. yeah. And then it's, boom, bodies, and then yeah. everyone else is down, and they're like, yeah, we can see the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see the bodies? We're all been looking at them. Uh, I didn't know that there were vultures in the jungle. 
Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> there there are in Valverde, and there are no mm. rules when mm. you've made up the place. So. Oh, good point. Yeah. Oh, that actually does call back to um, they had to put in some big logs and things. That's about yeah. a bunch of green foliage because it was it's a deciduous forest because it's all filmed in um, Central America, yeah. in Mexico, and they don't have those kind of trees there. So ah, they to, true. They had to right. add a whole bunch of foliage to make it look more. So it makes sense that with the extra foliage came some extra birds and such. Throw yeah. a few buzzards in there. And yeah. from uh, Arnold's time in Conan, we know that he hates vultures. He does. He hates vultures. That vulture, though, he kicks that vulture. I, I rewound that and watched it like three times. I was like, did they really kick a vulture? Oh, is it a real vulture? That you, <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, it is. It, it moves like a real and vulture. And he goes, yeah. when he kicks it. Oh. <laughs> they didn't give a shit about animals rights back <laughs> yeah. in those days. Well, Arnie movies so far, especially with our Conan ones, is we've had, like, we've had punching a camel, punching a horse, punching another camel. <laughs> we've had them go like... Mutilated many dogs. Oh, they killed so many dogs in Arnold Schwarzenegger movies in the early 80s. It's did a, they actually kill no, the dogs are no, okay. narratively. Good, good, narr- good. My hope is also that he didn't actually punch the horse. I don't think uh, so. Unfortunately, I can't be hopeful about that for the camel. He clearly is punching that camel. Right, and I think he did kick the vulture. Yeah. yeah. The, we, but this followed up into the introduction of the heat vision. Yeah, which is 18 mm. minutes 35 in, where we get back to the alien being referenced. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, cool. It's very Jaws to do yeah. that. Yeah. To hang out with the main characters and be like, oh yeah, they're in danger constantly. They're being watched. Yeah. Yeah. His heat vision seems like a really inconvenient way to see the world. Oh, his <laughs> vision is awful, right? right? Like so bad. Like even when he takes the mask off, it's I'm even like, worse. Like, and the, my issue is that I've seen other Predator movies where they go to the Predator's home planet, and it's right. very the atmosphere seems very much like Earth. That's incorrect. So that, no, he kind of evolved that terrible sight on his home planet. My assumption is that their planet had like, was just gas, right? Like everywhere gas so that they see in a different way. Like somehow on that planet you can see perfectly, but there's no way you'd evolve this weird like, "Ah, where am I looking? I'm squinting for listeners. I'm just squinting. I'm like, how it is? No, but the thing is, they're loosely based on snakes. So they are meant to be like thermally inclined. That's like how they. That's how their vision goes wrong. Why is he invisible in the first place? Yeah, how did he develop that? That invisibility thing wouldn't work for his vision, right? It wouldn't work because it's either heat or it's either heat based or as long as you're not wearing mud based. I'm not sure what the (laughs) difference is. Or movement based, I think, when he takes the mask off, is it? Yeah, he can yeah. see. Yeah. He can oh, see he the movement. Yeah. Yeah. It goes into T Rex view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. real as long still. As you stay still. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. Oh, I do want to talk about vision for one thing, which is when they assault the um, gorilla village. Oh, uh, there yeah. was one thing that made me so happy um, because the you know it's all about the details. And so when um, Arnie's looking down at the village, he's got these awesome like binoculars. But then as soon as they actually start the assault, um, we go to uh, Dylan is overviewing and he has tiny binoculars. <laughs> I didn't notice that assault. <laughs> it's like such a weird like masculine insecurity thing. I'm like, okay, well, I'll keep a view on you. Can I? No, I'm taking them with me. These binoculars are too big for you. I love Arnie's really unnecessary um, expression of strength. In that scene, where he just oh, goes really of a truck. <laughs> you say yeah. unnecessary, but he took out a whole. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, it was effective. I mean, but like, he could have he just knocked the little block that was underneath it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It he pretty much insane. rolled a net twenty right there. He was just like, oh, <laughs> <I'm> done. <laughs> I 
was there was a lot of explosions in there. It was like the end of any other action movie this was it, that scene. I yeah. Think, yeah. Oh, it was so also, like It's weird because that scene always felt a bit odd to me. It's such a fun action sequence, but it's very chaotic and yeah. there's no sense of geography. You just get explosions and then people shooting at the camera and then people dying. Mm. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is just action chaos and very and stuff people heavy. being launched extremely <laughs> far oh, by yeah. the a lot of explosions, explosions yeah. bullets. <laughs> Bullets felling trees like oh, that. Yeah. Was... Oh yeah, but every that's... every bullet just seemed to ex- have a grenade like yeah. attached to it. But this whole scene was attached to the second unit director. This whole scene wasn't oh. directed by McTiernan, and so it, they, it was just a guy who had done a whole bunch of stunt scenes before. It was like, cool, I'm just going to have at it. Was a whole bunch of stunts. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine that footage coming back and you're just like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to put it together. This is a different movie than we're making. <laughs> well, because my, my understanding was kind of that this was the end of the movie yeah. that you were expecting to see. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, right. if you were right. watching a Rambo movie, this is the big explosion fight scene. Yeah. Oh, we're, you know, For sure. It's also the final the, showdown with the baddies. Yeah. yeah, all of them get killed. Yeah, and, and it even has like a very like standout Arnie line when he throws uh, the knife at the guy and it sticks into the wall. Stick and around, stick around. around, and then like yeah. a minute, a, a second later, he says, "Knock, knock." And yeah, yeah. <laughs> too much, too and much. I was Arnie. like, this doesn't fit in with this movie. Like the knock, knock didn't work. I'll, <laughs> I'll agree with that. So, so when you say that it's like like the classic Arnie lines, does he? Improvise those like no he, way puns. He did the stick around. Oh right, oh, okay. But yeah. he, they'd started to feed him them, so they, yeah. they, it had started to be a thing because you know we had um, you know like Commando. He has a few good ones. Lit off some mm. steam is that Commando? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the final yeah. one for that. But yeah. the uh, Commando, there's a all the way through it is Remember killer one-liners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd started to think that like the cheesy Arnie one-liners had become like part of his contract, like the cigars. He's like, no, I have to have these lines. Oh, I bet you he was like. I was, I was looking at mine for him to oh, be like, did. yeah, that's the case. Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he, he he always wanted to have something that people could could Quite. say afterwards. So that, he that he was the king of the dank memes before memes even existed. Because he's a marketing guy. So yeah, totally. Because right. he was looking for those hooks that you would go, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. No one else can do this. Yeah. Uh, and which is why, like, and by this point, by 1987, you know, he's got the muscle, he's got those one-liners. He, now he's introducing cigars, which he's had a little bit previously. Raw Deal, he awkwardly had a couple of cigars. Did he have he one did. in Conan? Because that would be great. Oh, him. Oh. <laughs> 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 he's constructed. <laughs> You're right though. He's constructed his brand though. It's part yeah. of his brand. He was very aware of what he was doing, and he had he did he definitely had a plan of how to be successful. Yeah. And then so they light it all up, stick around, knock knock. Oh, there's also the killer Jesse Ventura line. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, which I like because it had changed from when I was a kid. I only remember the "Ain't Got Time to Bleed." Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I never remembered the guy after him, which is what creates so much context for it. Is the guy who's like, "Hey, you're bleeding." He's got "Ain't Got Time to Bleed." The other guy's like, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> you asked yeah. to say favorite line in the movie. Oh, okay, was my favorite line. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, it's great. Okay. Uh, okay. It undercuts that like, like like aggressive masculinity so nicely. So my favorite line, it, it's coming up in the sequence, is uh, is when they're talking about taking a route through the valley. Yes. And he says, I wouldn't wish that on a broke dick dog. And I was like, wait. I thought I'd misheard it. I, I was like, hey, did he just say broke dick dog? And so <laughs> sitting on my phone in front of the TV, I Googled broke dick dog. And I was like, no, Does he did. I wouldn't want to wish that. On I a, wouldn't wish that on a... Because I watched it with subtitles because 
And it said I wouldn't waste that? It said waste. Yeah. And I was like, I do not understand this line at all. I wouldn't waste that on a broke dick dog. I'd save it for a dog with a real good dick. That's who I'd save that valley for. Did did you find out what broke dick dog means? Um, I think it's just like I wouldn't wish it on a my dog worst that you enemy. can't breed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, maybe for your dog fighting. Oh, I just thought it was That's a, pretty a, masculine. A, a dog that had a broken penis so that it couldn't have sex, <laughs> and you're like, it's uh, down enough on its luck because it's a dog and it wants <laughs> to have sex, but you took away its dick, and oh. now you're gonna send it into this valley. That's too mean. Yeah, that that's one of the things I liked about this movie is. Uh, is like just creating idioms out of nowhere. <laughs> like I just yeah. completely... the other good line earlier was "son of a bitch is dug in like an Alabama tin." Yeah, that was one of them. That was like, okay, never heard that before. I don't think we'll ever hear it again. But they're just unique idioms that no one knows the meaning of, so they barely even qualify. Them. We're genuinely disappointed that Jesse dies as early as he does because he had so much to give. <laughs> I feel like he gave a lot though for he the did. brief he amount did. of time that he was in there. He was just loading stuff in yeah like an Alabama chick this was this was like him trying to make memes and failing because they've never caught on you know like I don't know I do think stop trying to make make fetch happen it was like that I I do think about sexual tyrannosaurus every now and again sexual tyrannosaurus (laughs) like me one like, thing, one thing that I do want to say though is like when during that like action sequence when Arnie is like angry at Dylan when he finds out that he's been like um, had misled, yeah, yeah. misled. Oh, yeah, yeah. He delivers that really well. He's believable in that moment. And it's like holy shit, Arnie can act in this one. This is the first movie I think that we've come to where I'm like, oh, he's got some real like emotion going on with this, and I feel like he's a real person for like. It just 10 wasn't seconds. consistent. Yeah, I, I think like. It's a real low standard to hold him to, to be like, oh, he might be a real person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is kind of, that's, hey, look, we're building to this, all right? Yeah. right? We have to build towards believing that he's not only a real person, but a real person who has a science degree and impregnates himself with a child <laughs> in the hopes of saving his research. So we, we're giving him whatever we can. This was another great line, actually, when they had that interaction of the, um, so you cooked up a story and dropped uh, the six of us into a meat grinder. Another idiom. No one understands. <laughs> I loved it. He cooked it up and then he put it into a meat grinder. Oh. That's not, that's like two food metaphors that you just can't put together. <laughs> so this is, this is where the tone of the movie switches and we go from action movie to horror. Who the scorpion is kind of the first the sp- moment yeah. that we know that they're being chased, right? Is like mm-hmm. that's when yeah. they're being pursued as he goes up and he has and the scorpion his on his hand yeah. and he's doing that. The sound design on this does so much heavy lifting. Like, yeah, it it's so great. Like just that, like when the bongos come in, you yeah. know, come in and he's holding it and he's like, you hear his little clicky sounds. Clicky sounds of breathing and then the scorpion's there and you're like, Oh, it's giving me the willies. Oh, yeah, because Billy did the laugh Billy, after yeah. the echo chamber oh, get joke. Another favorite line was <laughs> Billy's laugh after that joke, just like the delayed reaction. You oh, know, is that where that laugh is from? Yeah, yeah. so it's like, I was wondering. My, yeah. What was the line again? Someone said, say the joke. I was going down on my girlfriend and said, Geez, you got a big pussy. Geez, you got a big pussy. And she said, Why'd you say it twice? And he said, I didn't. You know, because of the echo. <laughs> I think that the, the explanation, I think, is what made Billy enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Think? That, yeah, I think okay. Billy laughed because he's like, ha, you had to explain it to me. Yes, <laughs> Billy's laugh in that bit was so good. Like, it was so weird. It, it was like, pause, and then, ha! <laughs> 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 
That was my ringtone for a while. Which uh, <laughs> it genuinely was. Which I always found his laugh to be really like weird because it is such a specific sound. But now that I know he's like six foot eight, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the resonation going through like six foot eight of this muscular man. That is how a six foot eight man laughs. That's, <laughs> that's just we works. we should all know that. It's the biomechanics of it. We moved to going through the jungle, getting yep. messy. Oh, we should mention that Anna is here. Oh yeah, we haven't introduced Anna. Come on. I didn't who, know. Yeah. Who, uh, you know. The only woman in he the film? He didn't kill her because she's a woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that seemed to be the only reason from what I was I like, could... oh, is she obviously a good guy? Oh, no, she's just. She just. So my, my nostalgia had retconned this for me, and I always thought that she was undercover. And that they were, like, bringing her out, but she was too scared, which is no. not the case at all, right? No. Like, if she was a guy, they would have just walked up and, you know, been yeah, like, Yeah, she eh. should have, uh, like, by all means, like, she should have been shot. She was just one of the bad guys, but, yeah. like, oh, one of them's a hot chick. We yeah, should probably let her like, live. Oh, shit, I hit a woman. We're going to have to go to confessional later on. Like, well, look, you just <laughs> murdered a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Who's to say some of those guys in the crow's nest weren't women, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we have no idea. Yeah, to be yeah. Honest, I don't you think can't they tell cheating. when they've had their skin ripped off. <laughs> oh, God. oh my god, those trophies are very different. <laughs> Just printed it with a bunch of dongs. <laughs> <laughs> my, my trophies. Um, so Anna did get introduced, and she was with them. She's along yeah. for the ride. Um, and then not, the, not speaking any English. Oh, yeah. Sneaky, oh, sneaky. Real sneaky, classic maneuver. That's yeah. what I do when I hop in an Uber. By the way, yeah. <laughs> I say hello in real broken English and then I just sit quietly. <laughs> oh, hi Uber. <laughs> hello, Mr. Uber. Yes, weather. Please to drive it. So this is, doesn't last much longer. Poor Hawkins. Oh, who's Hawkins? Hawkins the first the... one to die. Yeah. Yeah. Max glasses. Oh, he's Max friend. Mac be... was real cut up about it. No. No, Mac no. was cut up about uh, Jesse Blaine. the Yeah, he didn't give a shit about okay, Hawkins. Sorry. No one made a game of shit about Hawkins. Yeah. Well, they tried to find his body, but yeah. They didn't yeah. have time. They had no. to go and find his body. The thing is, they had, Mac had time to grieve uh, for Blaine. Yeah. Uh, because Blaine's body was there, and he could be like, oh, my God, you're gone. Whereas Hawkins, they didn't know. All they knew was his guts were there. Yeah. Which was real. That's, that's a real wonderful but gross moment of, like, military ambiguity, right? Yeah. It's like, like <laughs> Dutch is there, and he's like, did you find him? And he's like, I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, so bad. Right. You're still a military man. Be like, I found his guts. They're over here. But the bit that comes after that with that really, really slow pan up the tree. Oh, just, yeah. Just following that trail. I was of following blood. the blood. Yeah. Mm. That was really cool. I forgot how good that scene was because it really they play it for a while. Oh, this is it's a slow, long like. Boop, boop, boop. Also, that's the fifth time that we get to hear these drums. That's all right. <laughs> I was doing drum count. <laughs> Uh, my my thing is, here's the deal. The Predator's got these eyes that pop glow every now and then, and he's got glowing blood. How hard can he be to find? Yeah. What are these idiots well, doing out there? Well, he is invisible, to be fair. But those eyes keep popping He out. had fluorescent... It was green blood, but it was fluorescent, and the the tracker guy or whoever it was ran out there and was like, there's no trace, trace of him. him. He hasn't been bleeding. And then he looks Come at on. Anna, and Anna's got it all over her pants. Yes. <laughs> I can't find him. And it looks like she's been to a rave recently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billy really let the team down on that one. The thing is, she could have at any point been like, 
the blood's green, and then it would have changed the whole narrative of the movie. We'd yeah. Like, oh wait, the blood's green. Oh shit, this isn't a thing that we can kill. Let's just run away as fast as we can. But I think she still thought she was going to escape, right? Like she's still like, I'm gonna, yeah, uh, I'm, they're gonna take me back, and yeah. I'll be, and I'll die in a prison, or I can escape, you know. And she was still like in shock. She was like, did I see a thing, or did I not see a thing? So she hid the blood, and then by the time she was like, oh yeah, by the way, it bleeds. You know, it was too late because everyone's dying. But the thing is, they figured out that it didn't kill her because she didn't have any weapons well before a whole bunch of people got killed. I was like, why don't they just put your weapons down and walk out? The just be- just go. The best way to defend yourself from a predator is to just lie down in a ball and piss yourself. Yeah. Because then you're, you're no longer game. <laughs> this is the one movie I would have survived in. <laughs> <laughs> the extract team comes in and they're like, everyone's dead. There's Wait. What's that whimpering? What's that faint smell of urine? Oh, Scott W. Long's still alive. <laughs> and then they follow the smell of poop to me. Uh, so, but this was that awesome, like, you know, we had the big spike of action with the gorilla um, fight earlier. Yeah. Now we have the big spike of just guns. Oh, right? oh so after Blaine dies... Because Blaine gets the, the plasma blast to the yeah. back and it just bursts through his chest, which is very, very heavily edited when I watched it as a kid because I taped it off the TV. Okay. But yeah, so um, Mac runs up, just picks up the old, old painless, sprays into the jungle. Everyone else runs up and, well, well it's gun time. <laughs> we do it, we shouldn't. Okay. We should, just spray the jungle. Like, for, waste oh. all their ammo on <laughs> nothing. We're a, spe- a special operations team. <laughs> covered, undercover in the, oh shit. Oh! <laughs> Holy shit. It was so great. Then like reloading they've got the grenade launcher underneath the M16 oh they must have just completely run out of ammo at that point like why would but it's so cool yeah it's the coolest bit it was oh so satisfying to a 10 year old boy I just like that none of them know what's happening they just look at like they should be looking at each other like we we shoot we we still still shooting what's the target no, the trees. Okay, <laughs> oh, they do clear a lot of rainforests yeah. like that. So, <laughs> just I mean, getting into logging. I'd say morally, it's a grey area. Uh, they may yeah. be um, decimating some, you know, native yeah. wildlife oh, habitat. God. <laughs> the amount of uh, on-set interns that just were dragging monkeys. <laughs> oh, we really should have cleared this area. Hey, uh, we cleared right. it now. We'll just plant some palm plantations. It'll be fine. It'll Works be fine. out perfect. Can I? Just sidetrack at this point and ask when for you two who watched it as kids in the like sort of first 20 minutes when they're talking about the gorillas in the forest did you assume they were talking about apes because like i don't think i knew the word gorilla as in g-u-e-r when I was a kid. I think this movie introduced that term to me. Right. So okay. I, I learned it pretty early and quick. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure if you tra- I'm sure if I had the memory power to track myself back far enough. And I have an older brother, so I can guarantee at some point I was watching this going, Oh, are they hunting gorillas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, with my brother knowing full well that wasn't the case and him being like, Look out. Um, but I think that it's uh, I knew what gorillas were from a very from you probably, you know, like tween kind of mm. like age because of action movies. Because yeah. when when we did uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis and Che Guevara, that's when I like got introduced to that yeah. term in a educational setting. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. It is a way. Oh, I learned yeah, this from I think movies. I got introduced to the term in uh, at university when I learned what guerrilla marketing is. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right, great. Great. We've all learned. We've all learned about the difference between gorilla and gorilla. <laughs> I'd love to say I learned that just now. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you learned that just now, drop us a message. We'd love to hear about it. <laughs> because you're either too old for that to have happened or too young to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a really bold decision to take Jesse Ventura with them because he is a heavy body to carry around the jungle. Oh, yeah. They yeah. did not take him far. <laughs> no, they didn't. I bet they were secretly relieved when the... Bo- <laughs> oh, the body's oh, gone. No. Damn. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, oh shit. They Should we follow the trail of blood? <laughs> oh, noise. Let's go leave it unattended. I like they gave that guy shit for, for killing the boar. Like, yeah. all, their, all their alarms go off and he kills a boar. Like... It's a wild boar. And they're like, oh, you killed a pig. Well done. Yeah. Ah, you nerd. And he's like, wait, it was still going to kill me. Yes. <laughs> like, it has tusks and it was attacking. It's a dangerous animal. Like, oh, yeah, but you didn't kill the predator. Uh, it was, but that was Bill Duke at his best in this movie. He His monologue before that was so beautiful. Like his, I call it the sweaty monologue. <laughs> yeah. I really noticed that he'd so been spritzed sweaty. more than everybody oh. else. Holy beautiful shit. and shiny. Oh, there was yeah. there was no acting in that in that in that sweat though too because they were like filming in the jungle at night. They were all just like, Ugh. yeah. But he was great. He's so good in this movie. Yeah, he he plays going insane really well. Oh yeah, so fun. Oh, I'm gonna find him. Oh, that bit after he shoots and he's still holding the trigger down on the minigun. That's yeah. Nice. Oh. And everybody's just looking like, ooh. Ooh. Oh, he's so got cool. loads of great moments. Like the one that stuck out in my mind and I bring up all the time is um, when he's got the shaver against his face and he just presses oh, it. Oh yeah, and the blood. But why was he shaving? It seems like a terrible time to decide to have a shave. We're talking about a guy who's slowly <laughs> going insane. Like he can't <laughs> rationalize. He was just uh, like it must have been an absent-minded like. Anxiety. Oh, thing. I think it feels yeah. good. It's nice to have like a super fresh shave. It feels like you're still in civilization yeah. when you're shaving. And then the blood and it just snaps. Oh. And then if he looks across at who was a car with, he's like, yeah. yeah. I think the shaving scene was grosser for me than the flayed bodies. <laughs> you're good it's, it's with too real. Like, yeah. I was like, oh no, Ooh. that could happen. But also like uh, the bit of just because the call comes on Bill Duke, but when um. When he's when he brings Carl Weathers over and they're under that like little canopy and he's like, got uh, Carl Weathers in like a headlock and he's pointing at the predator and he's like, I see you. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, it's such a yeah. He's so mental. I like it. He's like, I've got a score to settle. And Carl Weathers is like, Yeah, we all got scores to settle. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I'm trying to keep my score at zero of me dead. That's my main score to keep in there. Uh, we did have the so we jumped over one of the memes which was the if it bleeds um, we can kill it yeah, yeah. oh yeah Great love line. beautiful line but that's, that's the bit where she says like uh, I've seen it's blood and she never reveals that it's green which would have been useful information for everyone oh <laughs> that's it's true god damn it Anna come on but they did get to go back to booby trap city yeah they yeah. love setting booby traps this whole movie is there's like this, yeah. an hour and a half of booby trap setting it's this, like if Home Alone was set in the jungle <laughs> There's three montages oh based God. around it. It's, it's so traps. beautiful. Also, I do fucking love a booby trap montage. Like, <laughs> like Home Alone booby trap montages are the best fucking part of the movie. It's satisfying. But yeah, it's very human, right? Is that we're like, look at you doing the work, and now we're all going to enjoy the payoff. Yeah. yeah. I want to. So. I want to know if there's any movies where they set up the booby trap and then it just ne- there's no payoff. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, like it's just never talked about. There's no, it's not like the no payoff in terms of like later in this when he sets up the booby trap of the spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like I'm meaning like home alone, but no one just comes to his yeah, house. Yeah, no one comes like to it, the door. It's, it, he sets up, there's a montage, a booby trap montage, and then it doesn't get paid off. And then there's an after credit scene of somebody just innocently just wandering just moving into the house. <laughs> oh no, the cleaner comes in. Yeah. And suddenly turns into like an unknowing saw movie. Oh. <laughs> or like a, a courier driver rings the doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. As, um, so the, we did have the booby trap jumped up, and we had that cool like uh, autumn, you know, seasonal shot of oh, oh leaves. All the leaves, mm. it was beautiful. Oh, was that when they first caught the predator? Yeah, yeah. And it makes the weirdest noise, which I'd completely forgot. It's all like... It doesn't speak English. Fuck, why does it make that noise? <laughs> it's a badass predator. They don't make it make weird screaming noises. <laughs> I like it. It's more, it's, I, oh, I don't like it! Because <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, it, it, it's game face down, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's its like panic reaction. Yeah. It's like, oh fuck, a big I bet it said, mummy. Ah. Yeah. Ah. I just like it. <laughs> what was it the guy gets injured and Arnie does like his warm up line he's like uh, get him on his feet and get to the chopper yeah yeah and yeah, you're yeah. like yeah. oh okay cool well we'll come back to that line and we'll <laughs> yeah. do it again later it'll be way more intense that's a good warm up poor Dylan gets his arm sliced off his arm sliced off also Max it's gets still... his head blown open yeah yeah I oh, thought yeah. he was collecting trophies you can't just be popping the head off no yeah that was um, crazy. I, I don't know if he's like mixing it up because he shot him while he was on the ground, like underneath the thing. I don't yeah. know if he's just like putting him out, putting him out of his misery. Oh. I was like, the hunter was like, nah, you've you, you've suffered enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a sympathy. It's a sympathy yeah. girl. Uh, yeah, and Dylan gets his arm blown off, but he's, still is keeps he shooting. still shooting? Yeah. Oh, it's so oh yeah, it's on the ground shooting. That's it's so cool because he's yeah. still screaming. He's like, ah, but the gun's shooting it. Oh, it's so good. And then he has the other hand too. So yeah. he's shooting with the other hand, but it's not enough because he's getting shredded. He does get shredded. He got Wolverine. Yeah, he got a Wolverine to the tummy. Um, (laughs) And and that was when we go to Billy making a stand, which is... Oh, I know. And he cuts his chest and it's so badass. Oh, Oh, yeah. I was looking at that going, was he got a crayon on the end of that? No. (laughs) Yeah, like how did he do that shot? Also, how big was that knife? Oh, Oh, so big. It's beautiful. It's a big, that one. That was such a giant, like... It's a sword, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, like sword. A, it's like a kind of machete, I yeah. guess. I was watching my fiance and it's like, why is he opening why is he opening himself up to like infection? And I'm like, he's not worried about infection. He's gonna take on a predator. <laughs> he threw away his little pouch. He's you know, it's all happening. Billy doesn't even get a death, right? No, we don't even see how Billy dies. We just know that it's excruciating because he screams. Yeah, he just has a big old scream yeah. on the bridge and I think that's fitting. It's fitting, but I'm really curious. I feel like it was good. And then Arnie gets attacked, and that's when he does the get to the chopper. Yeah, the get to the chopper. Which is just beautiful, wonderful. And that's when it's all about Arnie from now on, right? Yeah. Just beautiful. Because well, then he goes down the little mudslide. Yeah. He goes, yeah. Oh, shit. And you're like, that was weird. <laughs> and then just really pulls himself through that mud. He's like really like because oh, yeah. the cake yeah. on the mud so yeah. that it narratively <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, so- he had been swimming for like what seemed to be twenty minutes. Yeah. Just down this river for ages. He would have been tired. Yeah. He just wouldn't have given a shit. That was great. Him just in that tree in like oh, this weird so like semi yeah. like crucifixion pose. Yeah, he's, he's like just- in this weird repose. Like yeah. A, like a seventeenth century model. Oh, so good. <laughs> and that's when he finds out, boom, it can't see me when I'm covered in mud. Mud. The ultimate 
camouflage. Yeah, but and this is when we as the audience find out that Dutch does not actually, he doesn't, uh, his eyes have no heat in them. No. no heat in his eyes. Completely cold, dead eyes. Cold, dead eyes. <laughs> That's what my wife tells me. <laughs> so then we went to booby. We did some more booby traps. Booby trap fest. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. But these are like like old school booby traps because they're all made out of vines and yeah. shit that he's made out of trees. How long was he fashioning those spikes for? Like he must have been that enough time for a while. Also, he's like, oh, he can't see me because of the heat. He can only see the heat. Here's a beautiful fire I'll start to yeah. hang out next yeah. to. I was like, where did the predator go? I thought the point of the fire was to attract the predator back to the trap. He's, Later on, it is. Yeah, which Later is on, right. he makes a big fire, but he uses a little fire earlier on. Oh, right. Yeah. See. Which is, the predator uh, was off uh, cleaning. Right? This is when it was cleaning oh, yeah. its trophies and it had like, oh, here's oh, my yeah. bag of skulls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah, are really cool things thing. when he sets a fire and then he's like, press it against the tree and he's waiting to see when it turns up. And when it's right next to him, you're like, holy fuck, it's right next to him. That you. was pretty cool. Oh. I like that because that was like, uh, he'd chosen the best vantage spot. And so when the, the predator turned up, it was like, where's the best vantage spot? <laughs> Here. And, and then he's like, oh, I should have gone with second best. <laughs> second best. And then he wouldn't have I'll been I'll tell like you what, best. though, but before that, before Predator shows up, was the coolest scene in the movie that I didn't know was in it, which is when he lights that fire and he's covered in mud and he's like, Aah! He gives the most guttural scream. Yeah. It's genuinely satisfying yeah. to watch him like give that. I was like, that was badass. That's way more badass than a cigar. <laughs> Lighting half of a forest on fire yeah. and screaming. I agree. The only uh, kind of thing that undercut all of his like impressive, incredible preparations was when he used his arrow for the first time and he had the floppy arrow. Because when he uses his bow for the first time, I don't know if you notice this, it is very painful to watch if you're really looking for it. He fires, it's the one with the grenade on the end, yeah. and it just kind of flops out. <laughs> it's just Did like, he? bloop. Oh, I don't yeah, remember it that is, part. It's like, bloop, and then it goes, shoom. Oh, it I should have cut that. <laughs> yeah. I, I blame the Hunger Games on me going, hey. Show me a good arrow. Be like, I want that arrow to be like, shatow. Shatow. So I'm so sad that no one else noticed the floppy arrow. <laughs> this predator was bouncing around, right? Like super oh, yeah. light on its feet. And also he blew up a bunch of explosions near it and it's still not remotely scratched. I don't know. I've got a few scratches, right? Didn't he? Like, yeah, it, it he was bleeding a bleeding. bit. Early on, but in this one, like it's bleeding a little bit, but it's still like not limping or anything. It's still like, woohoo. Yeah. Maybe like, maybe it's not, you know, it doesn't have an like earth-based skeleton. It's got a different type it's of... A, it's got an exoskeleton. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Skin is the... Um, so. that's why I think his exoskeleton, I thought about this and I thought that's why he likes the skull and spine as his trophy because he's like, look at these people with their skulls on the inside. That's fucking idiots. <laughs> well, that kind of makes sense for humans doing taxidermy, right? Is we take out the skeleton because yeah. we don't care. We're like, we just want the skin. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, I just want my version of the skin, which is the skeleton. <laughs> Boom. So they, it, it turns out that the predator's got no malicious intent. He's just like, he's just like a, a human would go game hunting in Africa. He's just doing that on Earth. He's like, I'm just going to get some trophies just, and bring back them yeah. to my lounge. There's Tell no my like. That's you know. how uh, you move up um, predator society. Yeah. Like. He's Can't just got to keep up with the that is, That's the thing, right? So they're, yeah. they're super into fighting and war. What I what I thought when I saw that opening shot of the spaceship coming, I'm like, how did a species that's so bent on killing and murder get to the level of intergalactic flight? 
flight. Like we're not going to get like oh, we're going to kill ourselves. You killed everything oh, on your yeah, planet. yeah. Because yeah. you're saying war. It's not war. It's hunting. It's about the honor of the hunt. They're, they're not actually interested in war. They have very little interest in other species other than hunting them. Now let's jump into yeah, the, yeah. jump into the final fight, right? Yeah. Like this is it. So Predator um, gets pretty damaged, and the Predator's like, "Holy fuck, this guy is actually." This guy's Arnold challenge. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to go mano a Predator. This is this is worthy, and so that's when we like the face reveal. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he's got no weapons or anything, right? So he's like, I can't I can't kill him with my shoulder cannon. But he yeah, keeps but his he keeps his stabbers. He does keep his stabbers. <laughs> he's like, it's hand to hand. It's fine. Yeah. You know, taking off the mask, you know, he takes off his little shoulder cannon. He's yeah, we're equals now, except for these giant <laughs> blades I have on my arm. Oh, and the nuclear device, and we'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> the really cool bit about about this bit, I think this is the first bit that you really get a sense of just how tall the predator is. Yeah. Because the predator is like seven foot two. He's massive, and so when he when he holds Dutch up against the tree. You can really get a sense of like, holy shit, he's massive. You would be terrified of him. Is it true that he just came from filming Harry and the Hendersons? He did, yeah. <laughs> so this is this is Harry, right? Harry from Harry, Harry and the Hendersons Harry is Hendersons. also the Predator. Right. Mm-hmm. Played by Kevin. Um, yeah, uh, played by Kevin Peter Paul. Hall? That's the one. Yeah, so we had some great him slapping around Dutch. Come and get me, come on. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, kill me. Yeah, kill me, kill me. Which is so great. Oh, like, yeah, the bit, where, but the bit where he had him up against a tree. Why was he looking at a skull so much? Why did he suddenly seem really interested in phrenology? <laughs> Where he was like, I don't know if your skull's good enough. Oh, <laughs> it was weird. I think he was just measuring up. He's like, no one's ever made it this far. What makes you different? Ah, uh, okay. Which might also make sense if he's looking at his skull because the predators have all that awesome head stuff going on mm. that he's like, maybe that's part of their thing of like the amount of folds you have in your forehead as a predator is how powerful you are. Yeah, how much forehead you have is how powerful you are in predator society. Is it, I'm putting it in the canon. Okay. It's, it's out there now. How <laughs> many like head tentacles you have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would also say like their their nails, like their claw things, seem so unwieldy for all of the interfaces they've set up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's honestly got <laughs> fake nails. <laughs> that's been honestly my main issue about about the predator design since I was a kid. I was like, how did they develop like small like tools using those fingers? And then my fiance was like. Shut up! You never, you've never done anything with fake nails on. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. She's like, like, Mike, oh, have, okay. have you never been through customs in America? Because that is what everyone has fake nails. <laughs> like, <they're just> like, <laughs> and, and I was like, how are you typing? How are you writing? How do you do anything? I can't like fake nails. Just you, I think you get used to them. Like I've had them occasionally. I'm just like, this is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> My hands are useless. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd feel powerful. <laughs> you just you hold your hands out a lot. Like this. Yeah. You're like, what do I do with these? <laughs> but then once you work out what to do with them, damn, oh, they look good. You tap them on the table. <laughs> tap them on the table. So uh, then we have the death. So Arnie wins. Arnie wins because of the log that he put there. Oh, yeah. He, he put a How log. How did you do that? <laughs> How did he lift it? I a click. Oh. Oh, he he, he hiked it up. Yeah, he, yeah. Pulled, he pulled it up. It showed him uh, like putting pulling it, up. it. He pulled it up, and then he had a, that little stick that was holding yeah. it into place. Right. I was like, that yeah. is very fragile. They yeah, can drop it, it any moment. Oh yeah, and then he climbs over. I was like, whoa, bold, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> real bold. But yeah, the president won't give him the last laugh. He sets off a nuclear device. Oh, laughter really is the universal language. <laughs> 
That was beautiful, and yet more deforestation. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good, uh, good argument for the double tap. Like he had, he had the rock. Yeah. He was gonna like throw it down. On. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what the situation is? Kill it. Just make sure it's a hundred percent dead. I think the predator was fine with being killed, but wasn't okay with him backing down. Yeah. 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 Like the right. fact that he's like, yeah, you're done. The predator's like, now we're both done. Ha ha. <laughs> creepy laugh. Creepy <laughs> laugh. Oh yeah, the predator's fucking laugh. That was what's his fucking laugh, right? Was it the laugh from the beginning? It was what he'd learned. I think it was him trying to replicate Billy's laugh. Coffee and Billy's laugh. Yeah, which is awesome. It was gross. Which was also my ringtone for a while. Yeah, so good. It was like it was the perfect like villain laugh, and I was like, how did he learn a villain laugh? He's an alien. It'd be great if he'd just heard children laughing. He'd be like, And he's like, I don't should I run? I feel like we're we sharing a moment. Or... So he ran away from the nuclear explosion. And then he just gets in a chopper. He's in and a chopper. And Anna's oh. there. Anna's there. Like, some, that's just been hanging out nearby. Some yeah. bugle music yeah. plays. Oh, yeah. Somber way. And he just leans and back. Done. And the <laughs> end? Question mark. And then we have the beautiful closing credits. Oh, <laughs> sitcom credits. Sitcom credits at the end. Oh, so Here's beautiful. all the people who died. <laughs> Smiling and laughing. I was, um, I was surprised by the ending because I thought that, you know, like I, I knew that, that him killing the predator and, and the explosion was the climax of the film, but I expected there to be some like loose ends tied up after that kind of climax where he like reconnects with like someone or like tells no we didn't need happened. it we didn't need it he's like predator's dead that's all that matters like but there was no see what, what really happened is he then met with um, Wayland Yutani and Cyberdyne <laughs> Systems and in a joint effort Cyberdyne and Wayland Yutani created the Terminator series <laughs> as a form of self-defense against these aliens for, for the future oh. that's why they modeled Basing them facing the T-800 on Dutch oh, amazing yep so we'll be back with some bits after this. <laughs> and we're back, we're going to start with Hasta La Trivia. Hasta La Trivia, baby. So the first bit of trivia, which is very fun, the original concept for the film originated as a joke based on the Rambo franchise, when someone said that the only person Rocky had yet to fight was E.T., the extraterrestrial. Wow. Which, to be honest, I still want that movie to be made. <laughs> Rocky and E.T.? Rocky yeah. In a boxing ring? Yeah. You know, the fight to go home. <laughs> <laughs> like, how amazing is that? Because here's the thing is, I think we do it on the moon, so it's like equal territory, yeah. you know? So Rocky's fighting to get back to Earth, and E.T.'s yeah. fighting to go back to wherever E.T.'s from. What E.T. could do is he could make Rocky feel the things that he's feeling. So every time he gets punched in the face, oh. Rocky feels like he gets punched in the face too. Oh. I mean, E.T. is kind of more powerful than Predator in a way. Like, <laughs> E.T.'s got some fucking powers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, the Predator, he's got invisibility and his, his guns and shit, but... Those are all tools, we, though. You can, can take those tools away. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like the whole Batman versus Superman thing. Like Batman's got his resources, but <laughs> yeah. Superman's got his inherent strength. So what you're saying is the Predator is Batman <laughs> yes. and E.T. E. is Superman. Superman. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. 
He yeah. barely scratches the surface of what he can do in that movie. Yeah. That's true. Because he's sick and he's, you know, yeah. and he's weak and he's not in his best environment. But, man, you fucking put E.T. on his home planet. I bet oh, he's baller. I, I, I've, I've I bet ex- he's rolling in E.T. pussy. <laughs> I've, ex- I've experienced E.T.'s home planet. <laughs> Are you going to say you would experienced E.T.'s pussy? <laughs> <laughs> because I've been on the uh, E.T. ride in Universal <gasps> where you get to visit his home planet. Oh, and basically cool. they sit around and sing a lot. Oh. So yeah, in a fight, I'm yes. still putting my money on Predator. No, because what I'm now I'm 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 changing over to uh, Louise because I think he's gonna go back to his planet. He'll get back to full strength, right? Like he's cranking, yeah. he's healthy. He's coming back to Earth, and he's not fighting to go home. He's fighting for us to stay home, yeah. right? Because Rocky is fighting for all of humanity. If he loses, ET's just gonna mess this shit up. Right? Do you know why? Because he wanted M&M's and they kept giving him Reese's Pieces. <laughs> right. um, great. Our next one is Jesse Ventura was delighted to find out that the, uh, from the wardrobe department uh, that his arms were actually one inch bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. Um, he suggested, so with this knowledge, he went to Schwarzenegger and he suggested that they have an arms measuring contest to see who had the bigger arms. Um, and he wagered a bottle of champagne if he lost, knowing full well that he would win because he already had the measurement. Yeah. Uh, of course, twist. He lost because Arnold had told the wardrobe <laughs> department to lie to Jesse. <laughs> In what is one of the most Arnold acts oh, ever. That is so funny. It's so good. It's such a classic Arnie prank. I like that. Like their banter offset was probably very similar to the script of banter in the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, they were just constantly like doing weights and and trying to outman each other constantly. That's all yeah. they did. Yeah. Amazing. They work in it. This, I love that it's idea. Like, this is just a movie about toxic masculinity. <laughs> oh, oh, massively. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty sure we include that term in our intro. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, so here's another one. The Predator's vocalizations were, were provided by longtime voice actor Peter Cullen, most famous for his portrayal of Optimus Prime in Transformers. Ah. Cullen said that the inspiration for the Predator sounds were horseshoe crabs. Oh, they are pretty creepy sounding. And they got like their little the mandibles. Little clicky and, things. Yes. Wait, he and made they, the clicks? Yeah. And do they make little scared little sounds when they get trapped in like nets? <laughs> 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 Um, uh, so James Cameron is credited with uh, defining the monster's mandible mouth um, because uh, he was had a conversation with Stan Winston when they were on a flight together, and uh, he basically turned to him and said, "Like I've always wanted to see a monster with uh, with mandibles." Right. Yeah, just just sketched it in, and then all of a sudden, boom. Which to be honest, he would be half the monster he is without that mouth. Yeah. It would be weird. I can't picture the Predator with any other mouth. I mean, he was already weird enough because he was, like, this humanoid. And, like, you assume that he comes from a very far away place because he's all got all this alien technology. But then he's very similar to us in his, like, shape and his gait and the way that he moves and... Well, we know now that it was a man in a costume. <laughs> yeah. But at the time, we had no idea. But that's all true, but then he takes off his mask and you go, oh no. That's you're not a, a man in a costume at all. You're Some sort of monster with mandibles. Yeah. Uh, you can see his human eyes, though, under the. Uh, yeah, under the, this is so much. He's that... got human eyes with whites. So whites in his eyes. Talking about the weird uh, mouth part stuff, there's a goblin spider genus, which is called Predator Predatoronops. 
Predator Run-Ups. I'll go with that. Predator Run-Ups. It's named after the predator, owing to the perceived similarity between the spider's mouthparts and the predator's mandibles. But there's various subspecies which have taxonomic names that reference aspects of predator, including <laughs> Predator Run-Ups Schwarzenegari, <laughs> Predator, Ro- predator Run-Ups Valata, which is named after Valverde, <laughs> and uh, Predator Run-Ups Peter Halley, which is named after Kevin Peter Hall. Oh, wow. Yeah. How weird is that? There's some geeky scientists out there. Geeky scientists. What a surprise! Look <laughs> at those deep cuts. Imagine how happy you'd be, like, as the scientist who named that. Like, every time you're like, ha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> and the reference gotcha. predator, if you want to talk about this subject. Um, we're going to do, uh, I also have, because we talked about the predator um, with the mandibles and the design, it was actually the original predator was not that predator at all. It was actually Jean-Claude Van Damme, who was cast um, basically because he was so physical and powerful. Um, he was going to be the martial arts predator. He was going to jump around and be real nimble, like a little uh, ninja. Basically, they dropped him because he was so he was five foot nine, which is not short, but is very short when you compare him to Arnold Schwarzenegger and the rest right. of the basically bodybuilder cast that were there. He also was exhausting for people to spend time with on set. He hated the um, monster suit um, because basically he had to dress up as a uh, red lobster. Was yeah. what it looked like. Um, yeah, so the original, the original design for the costume was very different. <laughs> it's actually got a little bit of that, like District Nine shrimp to oh, it. A wow. little bit, yeah. Um, yeah. But like, if you imagine that going incredibly poorly, yeah, yeah. like very <laughs> cheaply done, and then with like a dog skull put on top of it. That's oh, kind that's of what it looked weird. like. Yeah. So, uh, but so he quit after two days. He only lasted two days on the yeah. film, and then he was out of there. And then they got a really cool predator design with strange humanoid features. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they uh, went to uh, Stan Winston, who um, did visual effects on Terminator, right? Yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger called him up personally to, yeah. to get him on, on board with the film. Yeah. Which was terrific, and yeah, and they got, and Stan was like, "Yes, we can just do that." Was he like, "We're in the jungle already"? They, I think that they were because they had to take a break from filming because they ran out of money. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they actually took a break um, for three weeks because Arnie was getting married to Maria Shriver. So during that break, they edited a bunch of the movie together, showed it to film execs, and the film execs were like, oh, this could actually be pretty good. Here's another like 10 million. Wow. And that's, that's why the film ended up being much more interesting to look like oh it was incredible yeah the if that original predator if you oh. see any of the images for it if that had been in there you would have been like it. you just would have been shrugging you're like oh okay all right because the predator is like it's a long build but such a great payoff because it's just so beautiful it's a cool design it's a very cool design that's the thing that i, I really like the most about the movie is like it still stands up even the visual effects of them being of it being invisible still looked good in high def yeah. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> also, both of our guests are rushing to Google search what this... Uh... It, looks like a, it looks like a creature from the Power Rangers. It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or uh, like a, a, it would be like a one-episode alien race from Stargate. Wow. I mean, it's kind of... It's got an interesting silhouette, but... Yeah, like it, I could see how it would work. But, but it also had to jump around in the, in the jungle. jungle. Yeah, it also so, looks like it would be very um, silly. <laughs> yeah, like if you, maybe if you made it CGI now and you had a... Yeah. I could just imagine it was like the inspiration for Zoidberg. Like, whoop! <laughs> <laughs> Here's some extra trivia based on stuff that I've read today. Is um, they, they used that monster design as an influence for one of the aliens that features in the movie Predators. 
So in the movie Predators, there's an uh, alien that they meet at the river, which they refer to as the river ghost. And that was originally going to be that monster design. But then they oh, nice. ended up making it too cool. And <laughs> it looks quite different, which is a shame. <laughs> They're like, we're totally going to use the original Predator, but let's just make it look a little like just, we'll just just, oh, now it looks nothing like that terrible. <laughs> oh, this doesn't look garbage anymore. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, sweet. So, so we're, we're going to yeah. move on. Let's do some bits. Uh, so we'll start with I'm back. I'm back, baby. Pitch the sequel. Uh, excellent. Uh, Scott W. Long, what is happening is Hollywood is calling. Predator was a, a huge success, which it actually was, which is terrific. Um, but right now, what we want you to do... It wasn't... It wasn't oh, no, it wasn't. Success. It bombed. It didn't do that well. Yeah, actually, it, it took years for them to... Which makes... That's why they're calling me. Because that's <laughs> why they So, uh, it, it didn't do that well. But either way, we want you to pitch a sequel. You can forget about any of the sequels that are out there, which there are a bunch, and do whatever you want. What does your sequel to Predator look like? Okay, so we've, we've already seen all the Predator sequels, and they're all about the Predators, and none of them have Arnie in, right? No. So I'm what I reckon. So you guys said Arnie's getting better at acting. Like, he's, he's a proper good actor right now, right? He did those, like, mumblecore films or whatever, zombie... He did Maggie. He did Maggie. So now that he's done Maggie, I reckon I want to see a film about Dutch. He's whatever age Arnie is now, and he's he's like in an asylum or in just like a he's just an aged care, but he's too young to be in there. But he's just messed up, and he's just he's just like the one guy. No more no more Predator films has happened. Nobody knows about Predators, <laughs> but he's. He does. And he's always like talking <laughs> the about the government it. covered it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And he's like on edge and he's always like going on about the predator and like, yeah, yeah, Dutch, of course, you know, lovely stories. And he came out of the forest, but he his, was in the jungle. <laughs> exactly. Here's the thing though. At the beginning of the movie, you know, I've seen the original Predator, so I know what happened to him. And he he's nobody believes him. But by the end of the movie, you're like, wait, was the whole Predator movie in his head? Uh, maybe he is just crazy he has spent an hour and a half to undo the original movie yeah and he's getting like he's getting like stalked by the predator but is he really getting stalked by the predator and all the characters surrounding him were all just different versions of him different versions of Dutch who's like in the original movie yeah 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 yeah, yeah. one movie that 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 does remind me of though is the um, John Cusack one where they're all at a motel deciding who the murderer is Identity Identity is that one and then it turns out that like Arnold was the predator oh And it was he, killed, he killed his whole team. Yeah. Holy oh yeah, that's what it was. The predator was the darkness inside him. Oh god. Oh, oh that's why he was such an ugly motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, he horrible. was just looking at his reflection oh, in the water. That is so dark. You're one ugly motherfucker. Sixty-year-old oh, Arnold yeah. looking into one of those like it's not a mirror, but it's just a sheet of metal oh, that's yeah. stapled to the toilet yeah. in the yeah. asylum. This is just a Jungian nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. So I like it. I'm, I'm very... It's dark. I'm into it. It's very dark and would be a nice... Uh, which is interesting because Predator 2, they took a really different approach to Predator. So that's the this that's really Predator 2. Yeah. That's an interesting movie. Very dark psychological thriller. <laughs> yeah. I, like I think Arnie could do it now too. I think he's oh. got the chops. Uh, are you bringing anyone in? Is there an, Are there any other key characters that we need to know we about? We could have Anna. We could have Anna show up. And she'll say things that neither confirm nor deny whether it was him or the predator. 
That oh. did the, the murdering. I like it. I like it. Do you she's a... in jail or whatever. She's in Guantanamo Bay, I assume. <laughs> oh, God, she would be. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Oh. I don't think they, the director intended for us to understand that. <laughs> okay. Oh, do, is there a name for it? Oh, yeah. oh shit. It's a... <laughs> She's called Predator Question Mark. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I loved Predator. It's a terrific movie. But then when I started work on Predator, <laughs> it was a great movie as well. <laughs> what movie are you working on now? Predator? <laughs> no, you already shot Predator. What movie are you doing now? Predator? <laughs> so it's the worst who's on first for the media junket. <laughs> That's hilarious. Cool. Alright, on to the next one we've got Das Reboot. Das Reboot! Who would you cast and what do they do? So Louise, we live in a time of reboots, even the TV show Reboots is going to reboot. Louise, what is your reboot of Predator? Well, I had a couple of thoughts on this one. First off, I want to say I'd really love to see a reboot of Predator where full creative control and a blockbuster budget was given to Tommy Wiseau. I just... <laughs> oh, you've been seeing this the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that was... that was Because I knew going into this movie that I'd have to... I'd have to think of a reboot, and as soon as like he started delivering the Tommy Wiseau lines, I'm like, oh, Tommy Wiseau should have directed, starred in, edited, and written this. This would have been I brilliant. Will be, I will be honest. I'm taking uh, I'm taking the budget that we're giving you for the Tommy Wiseau Predator, but I'm also giving another budget, almost the exact same, for the making of that. <laughs> yes, yes, where James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would love that. The it should just be so good. I All just, the subplots that don't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the predators, like, and that's how I knew I had breast cancer. <laughs> <laughs> never hear about it again. Oh god, the, it'd be the so beautiful. That place, that place Dylan just changes halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like the cancer line would go to Mac. Like Mac would just be like talking oh, yeah. to the the body, and he'd be like. The results came back. <laughs> Definitely right. have breast cancer. <laughs> and then, and then it just never comes up, and he dies. Yeah. I also think Billy should be played by someone who looks like they're maybe fifteen or twenty-five, and you're not sure if they're mentally handicapped or not. <laughs> and then Billy's like lines and dialogue would be way more interesting. Oh, that would give it a real like uh, Rain Man kind of vibe. <laughs> There's something watching us. <laughs> Okay. Okay, Billy. <laughs> okay, Billy. Thanks, Billy. I like to watch. Oh, oh God. Oh. From the trees. Oh. I just like to watch you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the predator. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So, would you actually cast the predator? The with predator the was Jenny all along. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That's great. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Have you guys ever noticed that every time the Predator turns up, Denny's nowhere to be found? <laughs> but guys, have you ever seen Tommy Wiseau and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the same room? I can't say I have. Yeah. Are you are you suggesting that Tommy Wiseau gets into his Arnold Schwarzenegger machine? <laughs> <laughs> just, like just climb into the body and operate Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. <laughs> like Krang. <laughs> like Krang from Ninja. Uh, that's a way bit. I was thinking uh, like Ripley from Aliens. I, yeah. I, I was thinking about lifter. Power Armor from Fallout. Like, <laughs> Come on, look at me. <laughs> I just want to say I want Chris R to play Blaine. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Because the line, like, I'm a sexual terrorist. <laughs> Pretty deliberate with so much more intensity. <laughs> That's, oh. So what would you, would you just call it Predators? They then keep the name the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep the name the same, but it'd be Predator directed, starring, written, edited by Tommy Wiseau. Tommy oh, Wiseau is pre- produced. That would, yeah. produced. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau might play Dutch and Predator because that's the kind of guy he is. Oh, if you give him the budget, he'd do it. Yeah. He but Tommy it. Wiseau would be a pretty good Predator. Like, he's... Creepy. He'd be great. He's creepy. He's also weirdly muscular, which is yeah. distressing. So creepy. Yeah. What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? <laughs> <laughs> You're one ugly mother. Oh, hi, Dylan. <laughs> oh, hi, Dylan. <laughs> oh, hi, Predator. <laughs> oh, hi, Jungle. <laughs> John oh, hi, Harper. Harper. John Harper wouldn't do this. He would not. He's <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't. I'm not an assassin. I do rescue missions. <laughs> <laughs> oh hi wild boy you're my favourite customer <laughs> oh life. my god so rather than a reboot it's just a room predator match <laughs> yeah that, that sounds good though that is maximum volume on the room predator yeah uh, terrific that's, that's uh, awesome Great, so we're going to, um, now we want to hear, like, what are your final thoughts? Do you have any after, yeah, especially... The first time you've seen this movie is, is really interesting to me, and the first time you've seen Arnie movie, because you're both so excited to talk about it when we asked you to do it, and it's like, oh, they've seen it before, they're fans, and <laughs> clearly not. So, no, it's just what? like, that sounds fun. Yeah, so what, what was your impression of this? I liked that there was a lot more explosions uh, than I've seen in a long time. Your eyes <laughs> lit up so <laughs> much on explosions. <laughs> that was childhood glee. I really like that because action movies have gotten so, in, in air quotes, realistic that just pointless explosions and people flying through the air was great. I loved it. And then there was a predator later on, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually enjoyed the, like, the action half of the movie more than the horror side of it? Probably, yeah. Yeah, interesting. You went more to the Rambo side than the alien side. Yeah, my attention span is very short nowadays. Ah, okay. But oh, would you recommend it? Would you, would you like tell other people to watch it? I mean, if they want to know where the memes come from, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Louise, uh, having you watched it, pieced together all the meme knowledge? Yeah, look, the memes were great. <laughs> memes are probably the best part. Um, <laughs> look, I... I, I don't think I'm a target audience for an action movie from the 80s with a lot of toxic masculinity in it. Like, I don't, I don't think it's... Um, I don't think I really related to it or got on board with it. Do you think it passed the Bechdel test? No. <laughs> but close, right? It definitely did not. Wow, well, she was... spoke Spanish and English, so it's almost like two... <laughs> she spoke to herself in Spanish and English. Technically, if the Predator's female... Yeah, so we don't know. We never saw the Predator's dong. So no. we don't know if the Predator's male or female. Um, I don't think that Anna ever spoke to the Predator, though. She kind of had, like, a moment, seemingly. Yeah, but a moment really doesn't pass does. the Bechdel test. It doesn't. So, uh, yeah, but you know what? Only only 50% of movies, or oh, lower than that, probably do. So, yeah. I wasn't going to, you know... Hold on, Arnie. Excellent. I'm just going to say, for me personally, as a, as a fan of Arnie and a, as a fan of '80s action movies, this is probably like my number three favorite Arnie movie. It's definitely worth watching. I had a great time. I was uh, I such it. a delight. It was fun. If you're an Arnie, I watch fan, it again. Go, go nuts. Oh, do you guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Is it? 
Kind yeah. of. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they are doing a podcast about oh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. films. Yeah. Not I pitched, I pitched for Woody Allen, but apparently <laughs> some information came up that uh, made it not. What a <laughs> different podcast. Man, imagine like you the record all too. the episodes and then it's like, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's another sexual predator in Hollywood. And you're <laughs> no. like, fuck. It's a conversation we've had and we will continue to have. <laughs> it's a concern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to listen to our pilot episode of Kevin Spaced Out... <laughs> <laughs> it's going terrific. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for thank you for enjoying this movie. Yeah, oh, it was terrific. Yeah. No, yeah. it's good. It um, good Scott, if people wanted to track you down online, where could they find you? Uh, I'm at I'm Scott W Long on all the things. Just all the things. All, all the, the things. things. Awesome. That's some clean marketing. There. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'm at Louise underscore Bovink, but you know what? My surname's real difficult to spell, so if you just Google a comedian called Louise, I'm pretty much the only one. You'll find me. Oh, Just to clarify, don't Google a comedian named Scott Long, because it's not me. Okay. <laughs> it's a more successful man in America. For the moment. Yeah. Cool, thank you so much for coming. Uh, yeah. That's been Predator. That's been Predator. Season 2 of I'll Be Back Catalog. Thank you to the wonderful Louise Bovink and Scott W. Long for joining us as we explored the ultimate hunter in Predator. Yeah, it turns out I'm the ultimate hunter. It's me because I survived. Yeah, you did, Arnie. You're the ultimate hunter. And now we're going to take a short break before we come back with Season 3. Oh, and there's some amazing movies coming up. Oh, there's some good movies. Starting out with The Running Man. Then Red Heat. Twins. Total Recall. Kindergarten Cop. And Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Ooh, I get to play the good guy in that spoiler alert. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Join us for season three of the podcast. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, I've been Stephen Lyons. And I've been Mike Kevin. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app works for you. It really helps us reach new listeners. Thanks again. And this has been I'll Be Back, Castlock. Come on, we've got to get to the jungle. Get, get to the, the jungle where we hang out, you know? And then I'm like, oh, Lisa. You're tearing me apart! You know, we go up to the roof of the jungle and it's all green screen behind us because of the room, because of the predator in the room. Get to the chopper! But then when they got there, it, there was no chopper. But they waited a little bit. It was only like five minutes and the chopper turned up. We didn't have that in the movie. We just see later when they pick me up and I'm sitting in the helicopter. And I'm like, oh, this is not too bad. And then,